Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 256. Today, we're going to be talking goal setting for new recruits, specifically in your onboarding system. In the very beginning, when you try to come up with some sort of a goal, and most of the time what people do in this profession is, you know, we ask the simple question, how much money do you want to make, right? How much money do you want to make? How much money would you need to make to make this worthwhile, to get you excited, right? This is what all the traditional industry training will tell you to do. Now, here's my word to you. If you're asking those kind of questions, and that's all you're asking people, you're not really serving them in their business. And what I want you to realize is you asking me how much money I want to make and me just pulling a number out of thin air that I think might be enough to get me excited, that's not enough to really set goals that are meaningful to people. There's an additional step that you have to take. This is the, consider this the love, serve, grow way of setting goals for your new recruits that I'm telling you, if you do just this, it will make such a big difference. So like getting people to actually follow through and take action, right? How many times have you spent all this time onboarding somebody, setting these goals, you get all excited and then nothing happens? Well, if you do what I'm about to teach you, here's what you'll notice. You'll find that people are so much more likely to follow through and actually take action, but not just take action, to work through the challenges and the failures to actually hit these goals by making this shift. So I'm excited to share this with you. So we're going to dig into that today. So I want to just share something else with you. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but I always love it when people that I follow, my mentors, I love it when they share kind of the behind the scenes of their own personal growth and journey. And um, I know we've spent so much time here on the show, and I talk so much about me training you on mindset and belief and all this stuff. I, I think it would be powerful to just kind of share a little bit about something that I'm working through here. If for nothing more than just to let you know that this process of us growing and pushing past our fears and our comfort zone never end. So as a company, we've been really talking a lot about narrowing our focus when it comes to social media, right? Not trying to really get clear on what are the biggest platforms and what are the greatest opportunities that we have to grow our audience, right? Because Instagram in particular is a platform that we're going to really be focusing heavily on the rest of this year into 2022. And we have been focusing there and we've been creating lots of content and we have incredible engagement, right? Our, I got to give credit where credit's due. Our, our social media manager, Sarah, on my team, she takes a lot of my content and turns it into our posts and she does an incredible job. And our engagement has been through the roof. And part of that is because we're just more consistent in posting. But I also think that we've really learned the kind of posts through experimentation that you want. That's been a lesson. I'll talk a little bit more about what we've learned in that area. But here's been our challenge. We haven't really grown our account. I mean, we're growing, I think on average, the stats say that Instagram on average accounts grow by about 4 to 5%. We're growing by like 2%, which is better than nothing, but it, it's not good enough for us, right? Because we know we have a message with Love, Serve, Grow that everybody in this profession needs to hear. We know that we are teaching things here that most people don't even think about in this profession, but I truly believe it is the new way and it is the best way to build a business in this space. So like, I desperately want more people. That's our biggest challenge is how do we just get more people to know that we exist? 
So growing the account, not from a egotistical, like vanity metric, like I feel better because I have more followers, but I just know every person that follows us that's in this profession is another human being that maybe if they just learned what Love, Serve, Grow is, and maybe if they could just start doing these things, that they could change their lives and change other people's lives in the process. That's why I love this profession so much because there's such a multiplying effect in terms of the impact that we can make. But we've been kind of beating our head against the wall. And, and look, I've, <laughs> I've secretly known the answer for some time, what we have to do. And I'll be honest, I just haven't wanted to face the reality of it. And you probably know where I'm heading with this because this is all you see and this is all you hear. And it's you hear the tone of my voice changing here. It's Instagram reels. And I'm not talking about just the reels. Like we do reels where the... We repurpose my training. You know what kind of reels I'm talking about. Probably what most of you're doing. Look, I got to be honest. When reels first came out and all you see in your feed is people just pointing to these bubbles and talk, like, I hated it. I mean, I, look, I secretly still, I don't love it. Okay, let's not say hate it. That's a strong word, but I hated it. And I'm just like, really? So this is all I need to see now is I just need to see these stupid reels in my feed all the time. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not going to, I'll never do that. I'm not going to do it, right? And I was pretty steadfast in that belief. But we're at a point where I just said, Sarah, what do we need to do to grow the channel? And she said, we got to do reels. And I was like, okay. Now, here's how I kind of, in my mind, rationalize this. If this is what I need to do to get more people, like if I need to master this skill, because it is a skill, right? Like reels are a whole different animal. And if I need to learn how to do this well, the byproduct is we can have more people in this profession find us that way so we can then impact them through all the other stuff that we do. Like if this is the way that we change more lives, then I had to think like, am I going to be selfish enough to just like have an opinion of something like I don't want to do that and not do it if I know it can help us accomplish what I think is my God-given purpose of impacting people in the way that we do. So it's kind of like a means to an end. And what's so interesting to me is I always felt the same way about prospecting. I hated prospecting, but I'm like, I know I have to prospect to change lives and to lead people to do what I really love to do. So it was like, that's how it helped me. Like, I'm just going to do it because I know that that's going to help me get to my ultimate goal, the thing that I really want. But I had to be kind of honest with myself. I started thinking, well, Bob, why have you been so resistant to this whole thing of reels? And I'll tell you why. They make me uncomfortable. I have a certain lane of things that I do that I know I can do well. I was terribly afraid of public speaking. I through just committing to doing it and growing and learning, I got to the point where I could speak in public on stage and I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. I'm not afraid of it anymore, but I used to be scared to death. I used to resist it. I'll never do that. Live video was another thing. There's all these things. If I look back in my journey, there's all these, there's these moments, there's these pivotal moments where I, I resisted certain things that were really scary and I created a red light story around them. I never do them. It's not me, right? How many times do you say, that's not me? I can't do that. That's not me. That's my personality or that's not who I am. But what's interesting is when I was able to challenge those red light stories and beliefs and do something that I ultimately knew that I needed to do in order to grow the awareness and reach of what I was looking of the impact we want to make, those were the things, my willingness to reinvent myself and push past those fears, those were the times where the impact that we made really started to amplify. So the thing about reels, if I'm honest, is this, they make me uncomfortable because they're uncertain because it's, it's me doing things, you know, being funny. And look, in my personal life, that's kind of who I am, what's interesting enough. Like the people that know me real well, I'm pretty silly, I'm funny, I'm very, like, I just love having fun and doing those things. But when it comes to me thinking like doing, like that's not the mold of like what I do. And I'm like, well, Bob, I mean, that's like exactly what you teach other people they shouldn't do. 
So long story short, I'm doing reels. <laughs> and so my social media manager, Sarah, it's so funny the way we're doing this. I'm like, all right, here's, you just tell me what to do. She literally, last week, she sent me over two examples. She goes, just do this. And she's so funny. She literally gave me the direction. Like, think this, do this. Like, just literally. So I did my first reel. Yesterday, we posted it. It was so hilarious. You got to go to my page and you got to check it out. If you're looking for a good laugh, look, it's not good. Just so you know, like, don't have a high expectation. I was filming it and she told me to read out loud and I'm like, you know, mouthing to one of the songs. I couldn't get the pacing of it. I kept messing like... I don't know about you. I'm like, I am a perfectionist. So like, if you're going to do the reel and you're going to lip sync a song, like at least do it well. Like, I hate it when people are lip syncing and they're so off. Like you didn't care enough to at least do a couple of other takes so you could get close to it. So my perfectionist, you know what? I'm filming myself for like four minutes trying to get this thing done. And she's like, say it out loud. So I'm literally talking. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But I did it. And here's what's interesting. We've gotten so much engagement on it. I'm just like, oh, I hate that this is what it is. But it is, you know? But here's the deal. I'm facing a fear of mine. You know, I'm challenging a red light story that I have. I'm trying to learn and grow. And I think there's such a lesson in that because we all have these things in our business that we need to be embracing and that we need to be doing. So in any event, I'm committing to you. Keep an eye out. You're going to see reels from me, good, bad, or worse. I'm going to do them. And the hope is that we can grow our awareness, our account. We can find new people to impact through the podcast, through our programs, through Love, Serve, Grow. So anyway, I just wanted to put that public commitment out there into the world. All right. So let's get into your, Bob, I thought we were talking about onboarding. All right. Let's talk about onboarding. Let's talk about goal setting. So I was doing a coaching session, actually from Tori, one of our next level students. She hopped on the clubhouse and she asked this question. I thought it was a great question. She said, Bob, here's the thing. I'm, I want to practice love, serve, grow. We want to instill that service mindset, but I'm struggling. I'm creating an, our, our onboarding system. At the very top of the document, one of the first questions we ask people is, how much money do you want to make? And how much time do you want to put in to do that? And this, look, this is like network marketing 101, right? I remember I read GoPro, just like all of you. And that's what Eric taught us all to do and say. And, and look, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to do, right? Like getting people to think more in terms of the financial benefit of the business is great. But here's my problem with that, okay? And I don't know if any of you were like me, but just asking somebody like, how much money do you want to make? And having them pull a random number out of thin air and say, yeah, okay, this be worth it to me. It's not that meaningful because it's not really based in anything important. It's just like a number. So there's no real ownership of it. The number doesn't necessarily mean anything. And let's be honest, whatever number they gave you, they probably don't even believe they can do it anyway. So it's up to us to be able to figure out how do we get people to set financial goals, but have it be meaningful. And have it be consistent with what we all know we want to do, which is practice, love, serve, grow, which is not, it's not just about the money, but that doesn't say the money's not important. The money comes as a byproduct of us focusing on more important, meaningful things. But having said all that, I want you to realize it is about the money for the new people. They're joining because they need money. But here's the, the key distinction. It's not really the money that they're after, is it? It's what they're going to do with the money. See, here is where Love, Serve, Grow will take a slightly different approach to what people teach in this area. So can you ask somebody how much money do you want to make? Sure. But only ask that if it's tied to a specific problem that they have. So for example, let's say somebody joins your team. 
Ask them a simple question. Why are you here? Why'd you say yes? Find out the problem, the area of dissatisfaction in their life. If you have somebody that says, you know, I'm here because financially we're struggling, we're drowning in credit card debt. My problem is I want to get out of debt. I want to get debt free, okay? And I get really clear on what that number is. How much money do we need to help you earn in order to reach that goal? I can then, once I'm clear on the problem, say, okay, well, let me ask you this. How much additional money a month would you need to make that we could start paying off that debt, those credit card bills, so that you would be really excited about this? Right, so notice what I'm doing. I'm not just asking for just a number. I'm saying, what's the number that you need to solve your specific problem? If you can create financial goals that are tied to actual needs of the prospect, they become so much more meaningful and real to them. Because it's not just the number. It's not just 1000 bucks a month. It's 1000 bucks a month will help me pay off the Visa card in two months. It will help me pay my car off in eight months. You see what's happening. You're literally building out a game plan of how you're going to transform this person's life. Now, here is the challenge. A lot of the people that join your team are not even going to have clarity in this area. They may not even know the problem. They may have a problem or a need that they're not even aware is one because nobody's taking the time to ask them the right questions. So if you have somebody that joins your team and you're not and they're not clear on what that problem or maybe they just don't have in their mind a perceived area of dissatisfaction, I'm going to give you four buckets that you can start thinking of and ask questions, or you could even just as simple as say, hey, look, typically the people that I work with in this business are lacking in at least one of the following four areas. And here's the four buckets. Number one is money. They're financially in a position where they need more money. That's a pretty straightforward one. The second one is time. You know, maybe they make good money, but they have to work lots of hours in order to earn that income. So it's not so much the money that's the pain point, it's the amount of time they have to put in to earn it. Maybe there's somebody that has to work a second or a third job, right? So time is more of the issue. The third bucket is security. Now, this was actually my bucket, okay? When I joined my network marketing company, the, the last one I was in where I had my success, I was working in medical sales, so I earned a very nice income. I actually had a job that I kind of, if I'm honest, I was on autopilot. Like I didn't work a ton of hours and I made a real nice income. So for me, money, listen, we always want more money, but money and time were not pain points for me. But here's what was security. I was working for a company that the year that I was introduced to that company went, my company went through two rounds of layoffs. So I literally twice in one year had this happen, wait by the phone you're going to get a phone call from me. This was my boss saying that you still have a job or you're going to get a phone call from HR saying you don't. Now you go through that once, that's scary. You go through that twice, that's a wake-up call. That's a, hey, maybe this isn't the right vehicle for me. So my friend came to me, figured out my pain point was security and asked me a very important question. How important would it be for you to build something that no one else can ever take away? And I said, huh, tell me more. Right. So if somebody's coming in, maybe there's a security, right? Sell them on the benefits of the long term benefits of building something for themselves. The fourth bucket in my mind is purpose and meaning. Somebody that is in a job or career that they don't love, 
They don't want to do it for the rest of their life. Somebody, maybe a stay-at-home mom that doesn't really have anything. Maybe the kids are getting a little bit older and her role of mother is changing, her identity shifting. She's asked, she's thinking, what's next? Or it could just be somebody that's looking for something else. They want to contribute, a, not to downplay being a mother, but they feel like there's something else out there that they should be doing, that they want to be doing. They're called to something. They don't know what that is. Maybe they're lacking community of people to give them more of that. But I'm telling you right now, almost every single person that will join your team is lacking in at least one of those four areas. Take the time to figure out what that is. And then figure out if you can then tie that, instead of just saying how much money do you want to make, how much time do you want to put in, which at the end of the day is meaningless unless I say how much money would you need to make and how many hours would you be willing to commit to this vehicle to bring your husband home from work so he doesn't have to break his back for the rest of his life? How much money would you need to make each month and how much time would you be willing to spend towards that so that you could get rid of that second part-time job and not have to miss all your kids' stuff every single day? Do you feel how different that is? See, when we think love, serve, grow, everything is about solving a problem. So yes, is it about money? Yes, they're joining because they think they want the money, but what you have to help them figure out is what are you going to do with the money, right? Imagine if you had this kind of conversation, you said, great, so your $10,000 in credit card debt, and we want to help you make $1,000 a month in this business. And you feel that would truly get you excited because you could see that as a plan and you're willing to commit 10 hours a week. Awesome. So by that nature, I'm going to show you a game plan how in the next 10 to 12 months, we're going to make that a reality for you. Here's my question to you, Sue. How would that feel when you pay off that last credit card bill and you can say, I am debt free? What's that going to mean to your family? How's your life going to be different or better? Here's a question. What are you going to do with the thousand bucks now? No more credit card bills. What are you going to do with the money now? See what we're doing? We're painting a vision. We're getting them to think bigger. We're, we're teaching them how to, their lives are going to transform. So what you did was you shifted from a how much money and how much time, right? Very sales business to like, this is about me. This is about transforming my life in a meaningful way, solving a problem that keeps me awake at night. So that's my advice to you. Take a look at how are you setting goals right now? And by the way, this is not just for new people. This, look, if you can set goals this way for new people, you know, so maybe that goal is a thousand bucks a month. And maybe in your first 30 days, you're like, Bob, it's not realistic for somebody to make a thousand, but we have a, a plan where we want to help them make 300. Great. Then you say your first 30 days, here's what we're going to help you do. Get 300 bucks doing this, this, and this. That's the first step to getting you to a thousand bucks a month. We're going to work towards that in your second and a third month. And now we're humming. We're getting a thousand bucks a month coming in. That's how you start to build a game plan because that's how most businesses are built, right? It's not linear. You do that. And you keep that in front of them all the time. And when they stop reaching out to people, you say, look, is that not important to you anymore? Because you got to do the work, right? You're influencing, you're leading people, you're leading them. You do that. The chances of them taking action are infinitely greater. The chances of them not, not getting knocked out of the box because somebody says, boo, that won't work, that's a scam, right, are much lower. Here's the beauty. Not only can you do this with new people, not only should you, you should be doing this with your team as well. Anybody that you're working with, you need to be setting these kinds of goals. These are the love, serve, grow approach to goal setting. So that's my piece of advice to you. Think about your onboarding system. When you're taking people through this initial goal setting process, never get a dollar amount or amount of time that they're willing to commit to their business unless it's specifically tied to a need, a problem that they have in their life. All right. Well, listen, hope you got some value out of the episode today. If you did, you're listening to this on your phone, tag me on uh, 
in your stories and just give me a shout out. Let me know you're there and uh, keep an eye out. If we're not connected on Instagram, make sure you follow me. Keep an eye out for my reels. Please be kind. Don't laugh at me too hard. Don't make fun of me too much. Watch me learn and grow just like I'm telling all of you to do. So anyway, thanks for being here, everybody. Love and appreciate you. I'll see you soon on the next episode.